Well, an eventful month of November is wrapping up. That was highlighted by a major election earlier this month that saw the additions of a new county sheriff, Bellingham mayor, and other changes. But the result that many see as the most impactful was the passing of the public health, safety, and justice sales and use tax, more commonly referred to as the measure for a new county jail. With me today is Jed Holmes. He's the community outreach facilitator for the Whatcom County Executive's Office. And he was also among the many people that contributed to the implementation plan for this new jail. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time to talk today, Jed. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for the invitation. So this is a major project. I know there's still a lot that's being planned, so I'm not looking for you know a strict schedule of the construction, what that's going to look like, just more like the planning that went into this, the proposed timeline for what all this will look like, because uh, you know a lot of people are curious about the many dimensions of this whole project. Uh, I kind of just want to start off asking what your role has been in this justice project and uh, working on the needs assessment that kind of started it all. Well, you know, to tell you the truth, there's probably been about 80 different people that have kind of had their hand in this. And so my role, uh, you know, I wouldn't highlight that um, too much, but um, it's been, you know, listening to the public, talking to the public, um, engaging with the, the various partners and, um, you know, trying to feel what the community wants and get that um, expressed in, in the documents that we've created in the implementation plan to make sure that everyone feels comfortable um, with going forward. And I think the results of the vote were, you know, that's a pretty dramatic, resounding yes. Um, it's rare that our community can come together and, you know, with that sort of consensus on what has been traditionally a, a very controversial topic. So, yeah, yeah, it, very happy to see that. Yeah, it seems like a really decisive win for that. Uh, what, so what does the timeline for the design and construction look like as we stand here now at the end of November? Right. So I think, you know, the the design pulling together the, the conceptual design and getting the permit that that could take up two years um, just because it's a complex process it's um, it's not just a, a simple building it's a complicated one and we've got to take our time and make sure that we get it right so you know ideally looking out you know two years from now we would have you know a design in place and be ready to you know launch construction and the construction would probably take another two years on top of that. Um, you know, I know that government officials tend to be optimistic. And so, you know, there's caveats there that complications often do arise. And so saying that we'll have it done and open in four years, I don't think we can commit to that. But that's that's what we're working toward. OK, so tentatively, it's around planned for around uh, 2027 is when uh, that would uh, the plan would open up. Well, so let's let's go four years from January, right? Mm -hmm. So 2028, I think, you know, maybe maybe sometime in 2028 okay. would be a realistic timeline. So, yeah. Gotcha. So while a bounty drive in Ferndale, what, what made that um, location just the best one for this jail? Well, we looked at we looked at a couple different options. Um, you know, to tell the truth, there there aren't a lot of locations that, that would work for a jail. Um, and what, what's available to the county and what has been available um, are a couple sites. There's some. You know, there's a site down here in downtown that would have required a vertical build, which is, um, you know, adds expense to it. Not only expense in the construction, but the operation. So, when county council looked at either the downtown site or another site we had at, at Division Street, um, I think they looked at Labounty and said, "Well, if we want to use this money most effectively, um, we'll probably need to build at Labounty, and that would give us, you know, more financial leeway to to invest in." incarceration prevention program. 
and so is the Peel of Labounty, uh, the space. Um, it's it's farther out of town in, in Bellingham. Um, so what was one of the main drawing points specifically of that location? Yeah, so it's it's, it's spacious. We could build a very a horizontal facility, right? And we could build what we think we need for today, and leave leave open, you know, prospects for potentially in in twenty years if if there's a need to add on. Whereas if you build in a, an area that uh, constricts location, kind of like the, the current jail that we have, um, you're really limited in terms of what you can do to, to expand or add new services. So yeah, that was, that was probably one of the, the main selling points. And also if you look at it geographically, it's um, about as central to all of Watkin County as you could get. So one of the criticisms of this current jail is, you know, the lack of bed space. It's been, it's really old. There's been some booking restrictions on it because of that. How many beds is this new jail projected to have right now? Um, how, how big of an increase is that over the current jail space? Right. So right now we have two facilities. We have a downtown um, facility, which was initially built for about, I think, about 148 um, beds. And it's, you know, it's holding every day probably between 175 to 195 folks. And then we have a work center that's sited away um, Division Street, kind of near the city limits going out um, in that neighborhood, the Iron Gate neighborhood. And so maybe today we have about a 350-ish capacity. And that, you know, it's not proving sufficient. Um, So we're looking at increasing, you know, I think the base number um, starting point might be 440. um, And that could go up to somewhere around 500 or or 520. So, you know, we have to kind of look at the data that we have and, and the need, the demand from law enforcement and the need to have a place, safe place to isolate, you know, for the sake of public safety. So what were some of the other main priorities identified by the project's task force when um, planning out this prop plan for the new jail? Well, we really wanted to put an emphasis on, you know, the services that help people, you know, once once a decision has been made that someone needs to be in jail, that they'll have, you know, access to help to, you know, rehabilitate. And that might be substance abuse treatment. That might be mental health treatment, and it might be, you know, just educational and reentry services. So, and I think you'd want when someone lands in jail for that to be the start of a new life, the worst day ever, but every day going forward to get better, right? And so, you know, to have jail that when someone gets out, they're in a better place than the day that they landed there. Um, so that means, you know, having room, having space for libraries, recreation and education, and the mental health and substance abuse services. I think what we've heard is that as much as 80% of the people who are in jail have either one or, you know, either, um, you know, mental health issues or substance abuse issues and having the services there to support them and and help address those, that will help them, you know, better reintegrate into society. And you said you were part of the community engagement when you're kind of planning this all out. What were some of the major takeaways that assessment um, gave from stakeholders all around the county that uh, went into this planning? Well, you know, I think folks have wanted us to prioritize incarceration reduction and, and treatment over, you know, over jail. And so, you know, looking for the long term, you know, the short term fix that, you know, the short term fix fix is to isolate someone from, from the public for the sake of public safety. The long, long-term fix would be to identify what, what's the root cause behind that and why are those folks in there in the first place and maybe, you know, prevent them or, or give them the tools they need uh, not to ever wind up in jail again. 
So that's that's what we were hearing from the public is that, hey, look, you need to not just lock someone up, but put someone in a place where they have an opportunity to get better and return to society. And so is that where the Behavioral Health Center and this new Crisis Relief Center kind of come into plan? Because those are some other major aspects besides the jail that are going to go on this property, right? Right, right. As early as 2026, I think we'll, we might have our Crisis Relief Center open. And that's going to be a place, kind of a basically an urgent care for folks dealing with uh, mental or behavioral health. Um, might be a place where a police officer could find someone on the street that needs help and decide, well, Let's give this person an opportunity to get better, um, you know, get their, their crisis under control. And then we'll see what's the right place for that person to go, whether there's, you know, a long-term or a longer-term uh, crisis stabilization uh, facility available or or maybe, maybe, you know, the new jail would be a good place for them to go. But it's a way to kind of, you know, get someone who's in crisis and get them out of that immediate crisis situation to really think through and figure out what's the best place for that person to land. And so you said this design process is going to take a couple years. Uh, is there any initial plan for what this could look like? You said it was going to be a, a horizontal build. Is there any other idea of what this could uh, look like in terms of the physical design yet? No, we, we don't have. I mean, we have we have some old plans and we have sketches and you know work that's been done in the past. And I think we'll we'll use we'll use some of that so that we're not starting from zero. But we don't we don't yet have an architectural design, you know, in plan or in place for, for this facility. And when when do you guys plan to start uh, kind of creating that? Yeah, well, I think we're we're already kind of reaching out and looking at what, what we already have and trying to figure out, um, you know, where we go from there. But I don't I don't have a, a specific timeline. Well, once again, we're talking with Jed Holmes, Community Outreach Facilitator for the Whatcom County Executive's Office, uh, talking about the new county jail that's still in the planning stages. Uh, so there were two previous measures for a new county jail in 2015 and 2017 that both failed, uh, yet this most recent vote passed by nearly a two-to-one margin. Why do you think there's been such a massive shift in public opinion around this? Well, you know, I think it, 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 it's a really interesting and something we've looked at. You know, I, I looked at some of the election results, and, you know, it's one of the first times I've seen Bellingham and Linden voting at the same, you know, for the same thing. Right. Just about, I think if you look at the precincts around the county, there's 174 precincts. 170 voted in favor of this. So it's really broad-based. Um, you know, I think the painstaking effort that was made, you know, to ask the community, what do you need? What are your priorities? What should be in this plan? And so I think it ended up that there's something there for everyone. Um, the folks that are, are concerned about public safety and having a place to, you know, put people that have you know, committed crimes, you know, there, there's going to be space for that. that. That commitment is there. And also for the folks that said, hey, look, we can't just be locking folks up. We've got to make sure that they have a, a path to, uh, you know, to become healthy. And so, you know, that's the plan as well. So, so I think that, that's what made it possible. So is there anything the county did differently after 2017 to make this more attractive to voters? Would you say that is more on the um, incarceration reduction side and kind of speaking to people who are concerned about that? Or what, what did the county do differently to um, make this more appealing? Well, I think the, the community engagement process, if you go back to 2017, right after the previous uh, initiative failed, um, there was a listening session. Uh, and, you know, members of Whatcom County Council, traveled around Whatcom County 
and held these, you know, basically town halls and said, hey, well, if you didn't vote for this, tell us what you would like to see. And so we started hearing more and more about, well, let's let's do things to rehabilitate. Let's treat, not just put people, lock people up. And so I think that emphasis, you know, really shone through in, you know, the the needs assessment that came out later and, and the implementation plan. So in terms of how this um, finances, how, how is this bond money going to be spent? Is it all going towards the construction of the actual jail? Um, or what is, what is the plan as of today of that? So up front, um, a significant portion of the money, both the, the counties and the cities, will be going toward the construction of, of the actual facility and maybe the behavior care center as well. That's going to be co-located at the, at the criminal justice center. Um, then after probably four to six years, we expect some of that money that the city's upfront commitment have made that will be going um, towards back to the cities. And then the county, maybe as much as half of the counties, or a little more than half of the county's um, intake will be paying down the construction bond. And and then as much as probably about 50% of the entire income will be going toward behavioral care, behavioral health. So is, does it seem like this the inc- the revenue from the sales tax is going to be enough, or are there any other funds that are uh, going to have to be used to cover this? Well, you know, we have, as far as the, the criminal justice facility and the jail itself, yes, um, that will be sufficient. Um, the, the whole, all the other services that, you know, are associated with the jail, that's the medical services inside or the behavioral health. We have a, a behavioral health fund and we have some money from the state and so on that that's available to kind of use for some of the services aspects. But as far as the construction is concerned, yes, uh, the sales tax is sufficient for that. So kind of looking more at the short term, is, is the plan here to just wait out um, a lot of these problems with the current jail until the new one is constructed? Uh, how much attention right now is being paid to the current jail? Right. So I think there, there are some fixes um, in terms of maybe um, getting the elevator more reliable and, and things like that. Uh, hopefully get to make it so that we can once again open the jail for visitation, because right now, uh, you know, family members cannot visit their loved ones in jail. We'd like to be able to fix that um, and some other, you know, cosmetic repairs that can be done, but we're not planning major investments in the old jail. And is there any plan on what happens to the current jail after the new one is built? I don't think we've gotten into that. It, you know, I think the common sense is that that building um, would not be able to be repurposed. For, for any other, um, you know, any other use and then, you know, that we can conceive of. But at some point, we're pretty sure that it's going to be demolished and there'll probably be another plan for that when that when that happens. So, but we're still a ways away from planning for that. Gotcha. Cool. And just one final question. Uh, so is there any tangible change that the executive's office thinks the Justice Project will make for the average citizen in the coming years? Or is this something that we're going to it's going to take a little bit. We're going to start seeing some actual changes once the new jail is finally complete. Well, you know, as I said, we're, you know, we're working hard to get the, the crisis relief center open and hope that'll only take about, you know, maybe another two, two and a half years to get that open and serving the community. You know, it's, it's really hard to look ahead because if you look back two years ago, um, you know, it was sitting all so prominent and it wasn't, you know, what, what's going to happen two years from now? We don't know, but you know, we'd like to be able to say that it's going to be getting incrementally better, and 
And hopefully by the time we get the new facility, the new the new jail open, um, there'll be a big difference. And and both law enforcement and citizens and and those who you know who have their loved ones that are in jail, they're in there and they're you know it's not a very safe and humane you know place as it is now, and they're not they're not getting prepared to reenter society. So you know right now we're putting all the programs and services in place so that when people do uh, you know exit the jail, they'll be prepared to you know start a new life. Gotcha. Is there anything else that uh, people should know, or any like misconceptions that um, are you think are good to clear up about the whole process about this new jail? Anything that um, you know you hear and you want you want people to know more about? Well, I'd just like to remain engaged. Um, you know, we just got through a you know a lively campaign, and there were opinions on all sides, and you know, have people you know stay informed and um, stay engaged. In- the process. Our incarceration prevention reduction task force is looking for and has some vacancies for new members. And if folks want to get involved and kind of help shape, you know, both the process and you know what the the new jail is going to look like, please um, apply. And is there any way for uh, people to keep updated on this process uh, as it goes along with um, any new stuff that comes up in terms of the design and the timeline for this? Yeah. So you know, on a the Whatcom County website, you can uh, do a little quick search and find the Justice Project there. It's uh, pretty easy to find. And, you know, we'll be keeping that updated. And uh, as far as the jail planning process goes, um, we'll have all that information online. All right. Well, that was Jed Holmes. He's a community outreach facilitator at the Whatcom County Executive's Office. There's a whole lot going on now and in the coming years to get this project for a new county jail off the ground and into development. So stay tuned on that front. Jed, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate all your help. Appreciate it, Jason. Thanks.